Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times, and today we'll look at the ten nations of the Antichrist Empire. The Antichrist will lead a ten-nation confederation of countries against Israel in the Battle of Armageddon. This doesn't mean that there are not more nations involved, but that the ten will be key in this end times empire. We know from passages in Revelation and Daniel that there will be ten major countries leading the charge. We'll see that the book of Revelation sheds light on the book of Daniel. In fact, without comparing Revelation to Daniel, neither book is easily understood. I think the Bible itself alludes to this concept with two verses, one in Daniel and one in Revelation. First, let's look at Daniel 12.4. But as for you, Daniel, conceal these words and seal up the book until the end of time. Many will go back and forth and knowledge will increase. This passage indicates that the understanding of the passage will be sealed up until the end times. In other words, its meaning will not become clear until the end times, and then knowledge or understanding about this prophecy will increase. We then see in the next passage the opposite command for John was given than what was given to Daniel. John is told not to seal up the words, for the time is near. Revelation 22.10 And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Revelation is the key that unlocks the door of understanding to Daniel. And as we get closer to the end times, those that are looking will see God's prophetic word much clearer. So we allow these books to work together as God intended to reveal the events of the end times, and one of those events is the ten-nation coalition mentioned in both books. Let's first look at Daniel. We pick up the story as Daniel is interpreting the dream of the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar. His dream of the empires that would come after him was represented by a statue, and each part represented a different empire that progressively would occupy the same region as Nebuchadnezzar's Babylonian kingdom. The last of the four empires is the end times Antichrist empire, symbolized by legs of iron and feet and toes of clay and iron. Daniel 2.41 In that you saw the feet and toes partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, it will be a divided kingdom but it will have in it the toughness of iron inasmuch as you saw the iron mixed with common clay. As the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of pottery, so some of the kingdom will be strong and part of it will be brittle. And in that you saw the iron mixed with common clay, they will combine with one another in the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another even as iron does not combine with pottery. Each of the toes represents kingdoms and there are ten toes. These same ten nations relate to the ten horns of Revelation 13. The horns symbolize kings or nations in this passage that are connected by the beast empire of the Antichrist. Again, this verse shows a ten-nation confederation, Revelation 13.1. And the dragon stood on the sand of the seashore. Then I saw a beast coming up out of the sea, having ten horns and seven heads, and on his horns were ten diadems, and on his heads were blasphemous names. And again, in Revelation 17, the horns represent the kings or nations in allegiance with the Antichrist. In other words, through interconnected scripture, God is telling us that there will be a ten-nation confederation that makes up the end times empire that goes against Israel. And it's no accident that they are all today Muslim nations. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth.